1: Everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, Holly filling in for Julia, Sonny filling in for Donnie. And we are just uh, excited beyond words to have Madeline Miller joining us for her novel, Circe. And uh, Madeline, oh my gosh, you take our breath away with your book. Well, thank you so much. And thank you so much for having me. Oh, you're so welcome. You know how we found out about your book? Because I had not read Song of Ach- Achilles. Achilles, which I'm going to now that I've read Circe. But we always ask our authors, what was their last favorite book that, that they read? And we had about a month ago, Camilla Pagan, who wrote this book called Woman Last Seen in Her 30s. Uh-huh. And she said that this book was she's just was like it left me breathless. I mean, it was such a you know, glowing review after we're done talking about her book that we're like, okay, we got to see if we can get you. So thank you. Thank you well, so. Thank you, and now now I'm going to go read her book. What a lovely thing for her to say. I know. Well, we're going to ask you what. You, I mean, you can tell us now what your last favorite book is, but it's usually our last question. So, Madeline, um, you, I know the song of uh, Achilles was awarded the Orange Prize for Fiction. It was translated in 25 languages. I feel like the same thing is going to happen with Circe. Uh, Because literally, I read this book in like two days. I could not put it down. So if you share uh, with our listeners what the book is about.
0: Sure. So it's a, it's a retelling of the life of the witch, Circe. Um, she's most famous for appearing in Homer's Odyssey, where she turns Odysseus's men to pigs and then becomes Odysseus's lover and, and eventually helps him. But it turns out that she has this whole mythological life that has absolutely nothing to do with Odysseus. She um, is the daughter of the sun god Helio. She's the aunt of the Minotaur and the aunt of the witch Medea, Um And so what I wanted to do was really instead of having her be a cameo in Odysseus' story as she is in Homer, um, I wanted to tell her whole story and make Odysseus the cameo.
1: Okay, but is the story that you tell us, is this all from your imagination? Um, Some of it is. I provided a a lot of the connective tissue. There were sort of five or six
0: major episodes that came from myth, but everything else is me. Um, And what I really wanted it to be is sort of a a coming-of-age story, but with all the epic adventure, monsters and angry gods right. and love affairs and all that.
1: <laughs> yeah, and and Cersei, I mean you really I mean she's she's really an incredible woman because she's basically in her family, she's ostracized. She's speaking, I mean, you know, people are verbally abusive to her, emotionally abusive mm-hmm. to her. I mean, it 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 was she really did does speak to you as a character. Like I just really kind of was intoxicated with her.
0: Well, thank you. I, you know, the, the Greek gods in mythology are truly cruel and horrendous. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think they're also sort of, you know, they're, they're what we would call today toxic people. Yes, yeah. (laughs) And so part of what I wanted to show, I'm, I'm, so glad you brought that up, was sort of the story also, aside from all the divine and mythological aspects of a person who's born into an absolutely horrendous, selfish, and cruel family, and how they have to sort of struggle to get out. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's what's the cost of getting out? How how do you get out? How do you sort of separate yourself from that when that's, you know, those are the only models that you have? And so I very much wanted her to be, you know, this to be the story of, of finding your family in a place other than your blood relation. right? <laughs> sure. And that she's a very powerful woman. I uh, am reading uh, a review of the book that the Washington Post says that Circe uh, is a goddess for our times. And you're talking about some universal themes. Were you hoping that this story would resonate you know, with women of all ages? And that even though this is a mythological story, that there are modern parallels to maybe the lives that people are living now? Absolutely. I have always felt really passionately that the reason these stories have survived for so long is that they just keep telling us about ourselves. And um, so I I very much, you know, I I stuck to to those major, that myth scaffolding, but I I absolutely felt like her story speaks to our current moment in so many ways. I mean, there's family dysfunction, Mm -hmm. you know, there's sort of complicated love affairs, but there's also what she's dealing with as a woman in this sort of abusive and patriarchal society. And one of the things that was very eerie for me, I started the book seven years ago. And I was in final edits as a lot of these news stories, Harvey Weinstein and others started breaking. And it was just so strange for me to be working on a scene and then check the news. And the top headline was, you know, literally about what I had just been working on, you know, women being silenced and kept from the halls of power and Mm -hmm. abused. And I think that you know, sadly, a lot of this stuff is, is timeless. Yeah. Um, I think we've, we've made some progress, but there's still a long way to go.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm also, you know, um, like I'm, we're curious because how, I mean, you said seven years ago you started. So is there a lot of research that you do as you let the, and then you let the story come to you? Because like, uh, my husband, who he's crazy about, it. he, like, sometimes I would say to him again, no, tell me who Prometheus is. Or I would just sort of use him as a reference because he, like, <laughs> knows all this stuff. And he's like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe you don't know right away who Prometheus is. But did you do a lot of research into your Olympians and, you know, Titans and all the, the people? Um, I did, although not all for this book. I'm
0: very fortunate that I have loved classics, and I I have a master's in classics, so a lot of this stuff was sort of there, but I did do um, one thing that I always do whenever I get stuck in a book is I go back to mythology. I go back to academics writing about the mythology, and I always find something new. I mean, that's one of the wonderful things about Homer is that there's always – there's always something new to be discovered in his world. So I, you know, the text and all these old myths were things that I sort of, they were touchstones for me. So I would always kind of cycle back to them, even though I knew, you know, the,
1: I had the foundation. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it, and I know she blurbs your book and she says uh, it, it. And I agree with her. It is a keep you up all night page turner. And, um, I think one of the things, too, is that you are a very vivid storyteller, and I mean, you write just beautiful sentences, but I loved, and I don't know if this is an actual Prometheus quote, but it, I think it's something that we're all doing right now. We bear it as best we can. Yeah. yeah. You know, for our times yeah. right now? Yep. yep. Is, that a, is that a, a real uh, quote from Prometheus? Or from No, that you know, that was me. I'm- that was you. Okay, that was you because he's up on the rock, you know, every day having the same terrible thing happen to him. I, I just, I, I I loved it, and I, I don't usually do a lot of underlining of great sentences and, and thoughts and stuff, but I sure did in this book. No, thank you. Um, now, Madeline, is Song of Achilles or Circe, I mean, has Hollywood come crawling? Has it been optioned? So I have to, um, I'm going to be very vague about okay. what I'm saying. Ah. That I
0: may have uh, an announcement in that sort of vein um soon okay but i can't officially say, say anything yes. right now oh, all right <laughs> so you're yeah. talking
1: mm-hmm. and uh, can you tell if it's, if it would be like uh like a tv series a like i'm thinking like series like spartacus was oh. over on uh <laughs> stars or or rome on showtime like that or will it be on the big screen well, yes. I think as as the writer,
0: I will probably have very little control over okay. what eventually might happen. But my my wish, if I could get you know everything that I wanted, um, I I think a miniseries is is the right place for for would be the right place for both of these. I agree. Um, yeah. Stories just just because there there's so much ground to cover. Um, and, you know, I think, I mean, literally with Cersei, it's, you know, we're dealing with millennia. Yeah. So yes. I think you need more than, than two hours. <laughs> I mean, Madeline, Agreed. I feel
1: like Cersei could be like a Game of Thrones type of situation. It could be that epic. I really want your agent to hold out for a, a lot of money for you. Yes. <laughs> You're very
0: kind. Thank you.
1: No, but I mean, I could see it. It has everything. It's yeah. an epic story. You've got love war i mean it's just it would be amazing and we're gonna have a big hole in our tv hearts when game of thrones goes off that's the right air. so what we're saying is we're very excited for a visual interpretation no matter what that is we know you
0: have to be vague but yeah. we're excited
1: thank you all right thank so you. madeline um your book cersei uh, uh, and it's just amazing and i i think it's doing very very well um uh, just kind of googling and everything that 's universal praise for it, but it when you do have a time to read, I know you're out on book tour right now, but what is the last great book that you read
0: um so this is actually the the book there there are so many um wonderful books and it's always really hard because i'm I'm often reading several books at a time but um <laughs> the I think the book that I that I reread most recently it was actually a reread for me. Um, I was in the UK and Virago Press had put out these wonderful new editions, um, and one of the new editions was Nora Ephron's *Heartburn*. Oh, oh which yeah, a, which is a book I've loved for a long time, and it was such a beautiful edition. I bought it even though I already own it, yeah. and so I, I just reread it, and it was just—it's—it's it's just every time I read it it's
1: just great. <laughs> yeah. She really mm-hmm. talk about also uh, another woman with a way with words. <laughs> yes. Well, she, and what I love about heartburn in particular is that it's funny, but it's also so poignant
0: and yeah. sad. And, you know, she really brings out some of these kind of,
1: uh, you know, melancholy
0: tones as well as, you know, being hilarious on absolutely every page. Right. Um, And so it's just, it's this beautiful, perfect mixture. Yeah,
1: Yeah. it was. And and if people didn't read Harper, maybe, you know, the movie with Meryl Streep and Carrie, was Carrie Fisher in it? No. Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson was in it. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, Madeline, thank you so much for being with us today. We really appreciate it. And just, you know, like five stars out of five, whatever the highest rating we can give Cersei, (laughs) we give it. All the oh, stars. Well, thank you. You're <laughs>
0: you're so kind. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, yeah, and
1: we'll we'll look forward to getting your you know the news about what happens in Hollywood with Circe's and the Song of Achilles. Achilles. I don't know. I can't say <laughs> I that word.
0: An update. <laughs> oh, all right. Thank you, Madeline. Thanks, Madeline. All right.
1: Listen, we come back. This is happening, people. This Riviera <gasps> holiday picture that we saw of a couple in a cabana. It's happening. It's real.